You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch old bandit run. Old Smokey's got them ears on. He's hot on your trail, and he ain't gonna rest till you're in jail. So you got to dodge him, you got to duck him, you gotta keep that diesel trucking. Just put that hammer down and give it hell. He's bound to die, put it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch your bandit run. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. What's up, Jordan? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bike. And that's with... how you open a podcast. Yes. You yes. Bring up the bad news. Yeah, we you know we got a little bit more bad news, dude. Yeah, on a very serious note. Yeah. Um, so, Ifyok Nisik, good dude. Uh, his uh, his son. Uh, his two, he's got two boys. Two boys. Ama and Ime. Uh, super fast kids, man. Just uh, they were into cross country racing, and now they're doing more road stuff. So he he passed away over the weekend, and uh, so I actually had a chance to race with him a couple times. Uh, always happy, go lucky dude. Like always, very encouraging kind of a guy. And yeah, super he, supporting dad. Yeah, sure. you know, it was a trip. Like I would race against him. You know, a couple of the um, Omar's races, which like you know, turn and burn or stuff like that, and hmm. you know. We're racing together, whatever, and he's like always supportive, even though like we're racing. It's like, hey, dude, like you keep going, man. You got this, whatever. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah, it's a real bummer to hear that, you know. And uh, yeah, man, it's tough. Yeah, kind of hit home. It's like I saw pictures of uh, one of his kids. I, I, I don't know their names. Um, the one that's I forgot. He's more active on Instagram. Either way, he posted a picture with his dad and, um, at a mountain bike race, and it was just very reminiscent of my background, my dad. You know. Mm-hmm. It was pretty tough, man. It's definitely uh, it's hard for the guys. I think the kids are like what eighteen, nineteen years yeah, old or something. They're young, dude. dude. I mean, you know, Danny used to race. Eighteen, them. I think. Yeah, and man, uh, crazy. And, and Jerry Graves, dude. Jerry Graves, that's. Uh, I mean, obviously he didn't pass away, but having a brain tumor is no joke, man. That was a crazy story. He was definitely one of the first guys that I saw when I first started riding, because um, he. I think at the time he was on Yeti and he was killing it and four cross everything else like it mm-hmm. seemed like everything he did and then he did cross country eliminator back in the day and he was he was beating people at that done the downhill world cup circuit enduro world series obviously it's just mm-hmm. kind of crazy to see where he's at now man yeah definitely uh definitely weird stuff happening well um, at least i caught it you know I, I don't know i mean how severe is it you know jordan i don't think we all i don't think he even knows yet either i mean i think surgery on his post that he just had was it 
yesterday or two days ago, I think it was two days ago, he uh, said he's getting surgery in 10 days um, to get it removed, but uh, which that would be the longest 10 days of my life. I couldn't even imagine. Wow. And uh, way to kill that. Again, dude, my bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 10 days to get surgery, and then I think obviously do a biopsy on it, and then uh, I'm sure they're doing a bunch of tests behind the scenes, but what a bummer, man. I mean, at this point, it's just full speed ahead of that at, at fighting it man and yeah. he's a tough guy so mm-hmm. hopefully he comes out of it yep oh he will dude i mean you know with modern technology it's not like back in the day where you know it was yeah pretty hard but it's still it's still aggressive dude i mean you know especially with your brain dude like you know you just never know it's a lot of unknowns it's tough man i mean the way he found out was just he had a couple seizures when he went back to whistler i guess and uh the that was his way to find. I, I couldn't imagine, dude. It's just a, it's a sleeping thing until it, it finally affects you. So hopefully mm-hmm. caught it early and yeah, on the road to recovery. Yep, yep. So e-bikes, man. What is up with the e-bike stuff, dude? Uh, e-bikes <laughs> as the topic. All right, we're gonna be talking about e-bikes tonight. Uh, I'm, I mean, I've I've had a chance to ride a couple of them um, here in the states and um, and then in Baja as well. They're fun, dude, uh, but. But there's a big but, <laughs> big but. You're uh, we're, we don't agree on this all that much, <laughs> as I found out. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. You know, you know what? And 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 I like it because you you know when when you do uh, <laughs> devil's advocate. <laughs> yes, you, you can't you can't be a yes man. You know, I mean, like there's there's got to be a a banter. There's got to be some kind of a debate. You know, what I mean, because you want to have for sure. You want to listen to two sides. And agree, agree to disagree, whatever you know, whatever the whatever the topic is, whatever the subject is. You can't constantly have a confirmation bias. I think that's my my way of looking at it. I mean, I'm obviously we're all guilty of of ever being a hypocrite of of having that, but I like to kind of challenge people's ideas sometimes, mm-hmm. especially with e bikes as a recent and just in general. I don't know. The e-bikes, bro. <laughs> I used to be a hater. I think I think we, I think we all have had a bit of hate in the past. Um, I think we still. I mean, there's still a lot of people that do hate them and. Depending on on who's listening to this and how far this this reaches, I mean, it just it depends on your uh, your location. Depending on the, like trail access issues, mm-hmm. which California's got issues with. Southern California, not so much. NorCal, obviously, a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you were up in in, in Mammy this past weekend with your with your pops. Yeah. So they um, as what we uh, found out at least is that it's like one of the only spots that um, the was it the national forest u.s something or other forest service what, what do they call yes. it yeah u.s u.s forest um it's one of the only spots that they really allow um e-mountain bikes on their uh on their trails and the only thing i can i mean it's hard to even tell but i'm assuming just because it's a it's a high traffic area where obviously they make a lot of money off of mountain biking and they, they found that that could be maybe another way to make money so um, so if, if if you can make money on it then it's okay is that is that my is that what you're trying to hey say man, man? i i it's that's that's a tough concept to kind of swallow man I mean, for you to even bring up because that you can link that to anything i mean exactly we live in a in a country that you know we 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 thrive on evolution by making it competitive and if if that's what's going to make it competitive or if that's going to make money for a mountain that will make their mountain better in the future so be it you know it's kind of a it's a tough thing i mean the only issues i would say that i mean not even issues that I had up there, but there was a lot of people up there that were either a lot of people on just regular bikes too. But there was a couple people that we ran into. It was a it was a couple that was up there, maybe fifty years old or so, Uh-oh. and um, 
they were here we go. Here we go. I personally think where they were on the mountain, they were going. It's a two-way uh, trail, so I mean, it's they're on a legal trail, so it's it's not an issue. But it's weird because it's a two-way trail, but generally people go one direction um, on this trail, and to have someone come up the other side that's a bit of a climb, and then be on e-bikes, and you can tell that they're not exactly that. In shape? <laughs> Not even that in shape, but like they don't have the experience. Oh. That was kind of weird. So it's like, okay, we're 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 going head on on this trail now, and it's like, are you guys supposed to be up here? Like, do you guys know how far away you are? It's it's kind of like that's like, not my only. Gr- uh, yeah, you know, uh, with it. I mean, it's kind of the to me for to understand a little bit better. It's kind of like people coming down coach whip. There's some construction going Someone gun. hammering like yeah. dude. It's <laughs> seven thirty, seven forty, yeah. dude. So, people uh, you know, it's kind of like you know, coach whip, right? It's I yeah, mean, most folks. people know it's it's an uphill trail, right? So you know, but there's you get the occasional person that comes down and you you, you don't expect it. You know what I mean? Like whoa, you know, we're, you know, it's like hey man. Yeah, technically a two way trail. I mean, all the trails, especially in, or- in our Orange Cor- Orange County parks, are two way trails. I mean, no one's gonna tell you otherwise. But Mammoth, they have specific stuff. That would that would be my other thing is maybe have directional trails. I, I mean, mean, I think without e-bikes, that should be a thing. Well, but now, yeah. but now here's the deal. Like, okay, so right now they're allowed in Mammoth. So may, maybe it's uh, maybe they're testing it right before they start allowing it in in, in other bike parks because um, so Snow Summit, Bear Valley, uh, Mountain High, whatever, those are all on you know. U.S. Forest property service trails. Yeah, service. So trails. you can you can ride. So looking it up, you can ride e-bikes on U.S. Forest service roads, not service trails. So what roads? Like two Road, and ten roads, meaning like what you would ride on on a on a uh, motorcycle, like like dirt, like fire roads. But once you get off that fire road onto a single track, that's part of the same land. Um, that's when it becomes, that's when it has to be anything non-motorized is is allowed, but anything with a motor, regardless of what people want to say, an e-bike, oh, it's not a motor. It is a motor. People, you look at these companies, they call it a motor. Just because it's pedal assist doesn't mean that it's not a motor. Yes. And then the U.S. Forest Service doesn't care whether or not it's pedal assist or not. There's some, there's an electric motor on that bike. And that's why that's still illegal for them. Yeah. So, uh, for people to, you know, get a little bit of an understanding of what, Pedal assist and all that stuff is uh, so. There's two types of classes. The class they have it a class one and a class two for the e-bikes. And they have three and four. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're, the, we're more familiar with like one and two, right? Yeah, four being a moped, three being a uh, basically a throttle. Um, or no, that's that's one that goes up to 28 miles an hour. Yes, is what it is. So yeah, class class one is a pedal assist, limited to 20 miles an hour. That's that is the e mountain bike. Yes. So any e mountain bike that's legitimate will be limited to twenty miles an hour. Yeah, or I guess like seven hundred and fifty watts, and then the class seven fifty. Yeah, I thought it was five hundred. No, seven fifty, and then uh, um, actually, I think Europe has stricter standards and, and and rules and regulations than we do here in the states. Twenty kilometers per hour. Yeah. So, uh, so I'd have to do the math on that. And then and then class two is throttle on demand. Still same speed, 20 miles an hour, 750 watts. And um, right now they're only, you know, here in Orange County, now we're kind of going back to Orange County, uh, they're only allowed on bikeways, not bike trails, bikeways. So if you have an e-bike here in Orange County, um, you can only ride them on bikeways. What's considered a bikeway? Would that be a bike lane, or is that also the two-way, like a Santa Ana River Trail type? Yeah, 
on that kind of stuff. I, I think too. I think you it's anything that says bike lane yep. or bike exactly multi use. Yeah. Well, I guess not multi use, but well, I mean specifically, it seems like the pavement is is made the progress with mm-hmm. e bikes, but dirt hasn't. Right. I think just because of that that reason. I mean, think about it. You you're riding Oaks, right? Santiago Oaks is. I mean, a lot of people here in Orange County ride it because it's. It's fun. I mean, it's local. I enjoy it. It's local. You it's know, a backyard uh, spot for some people. It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to work for it. You climb up, and then you come down, and you get the reward. Yeah. So, I mean, think about it. Like you're coming down Cactus, right? And you come around that one turn. That's kind of a blind turn, almost. Mm-hmm. The right hander. Yeah, the yeah. right hander. I mean, what happens if you have a guy on an e-bike coming up? I had, that... a, I had a horse coming up that. Trail. Are you kidding me, dude? You didn't hear about this story? No. This is back as my first bike I had. Or oh, hold on. First Before bike. you start, let's let's crack some beers open, man. We got a, we got some uh, Sismontane. This dun, is dun, 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 the Coulter Rye. This is an advertisement uh, transition. Yeah. <laughs> Sismontane brought to you by yes. Oh, S- speaking Sismontane of Sismontane, brought to you by yes, yeah, yeah. brought to you by me. Uh, anyways, so Easy. speaking of Sismontane, <laughs> dude, this is an ad spot, man. Come on, you're killing me here. Uh, next Tuesday, don't buy it. Next Tuesday, don't go. <laughs> Very special treat for you guys in Orange County or in LA County or San Diego County. We're doing a, it's going to be called a Flora Street IPA con Lima. Okay. Basically using. Or Lima for the gringos. Yeah, Lima. Um, It's picked from my grandma's backyard. And uh, basically what a Lima is, uh, technical term is citrus limoneta. Right? That's a technical term for it. It's a sweet lemon. It's a cross between the citron and a bitter orange, native to Iran. Check your facts. So, anyways, next Tuesday, someone came prepared. <laughs> structure. We want. We want. We want structure here in, on our show here, especially with Jay Stay in the studio. Every time I'm on here, you say that, dude. I feel like it's no different than your other shows. What's that? Our structure. Oh no. You uh, it depends, dude. It depends. So, anyways, flown, bro. anyways next Tuesday, uh, <laughs> it's a cask, so it's only five gallons of this special blend that they're they're gonna brew for us, um, starting at six o'clock. What's the beer that they're mixing with it? It's the Party On Party On IPA, That's which right. we had today, which was dr- double dry hopped mosaic. Was Party it, On? Was that the one that we had? Yes. That was a, okay. So that was a, an alteration to that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was good. It was really good. Eight <laughs> percent, dude. It was really good. You, yeah, I, you know, I was like, "What? This is eight percent? All right, five gallons? What? <laughs> nah, that was good." Wayne, when do you want for the road? Uh, so anyway, so back back to the e-bike stuff. So, um, I got I got to tell my story, bro. Okay, my horse story. Preach, preach. I, I mean, we brought it up, and then you yes, sorry, ad- I, advertisement. I, break, you know, I, I have a. Uh, I think I have ADD. You got to pre-record these things, man. This is no. just getting in the way of my everything <laughs> anyways um no so why is it always about you you brought me on dude <laughs> i'll leave right now i will walk out of this building wow this guy dude security security okay go ahead all right no so uh my my story on that specific turn that's funny you bring that up i this is probably 2010 2009 2010 um uh, i'm on my Two thousand eight stump jumper is my first real full suspension bike. I didn't mm. know you then. And we were going down that trail and uh I came around that right hand turn to the blind turn, and then coming out of that 
switchback was a horse rider galloping out of the turn, and I couldn't stop in time, nor could she. I slid sideways into the chest of the horse, and uh, basically it happened so fast, any any sort of crash like that. But all I remember is like looking up, and you can see the belly of the horse. Oh, man. And it was like stomping. It wasn't really stomping. It was like pulling its feet up. It wasn't stomping down, but like a couple of its uh, steps landed on the frame, so the frame got dented pretty good. My handlebar got basically driven into like like grip depth into the dirt. Wow. Like just pounded the thing in. And uh, I was fine. Didn't step on me, thank God. But the lady on the horse was like crying and making sure I was all right. It was weird. It was crazy. And my dad was like a little ways behind. And he came up on it. He's like, what just happened? And she's like, and she was the first one to, to get to it. And she's, or like she was the first one to see my dad. My dad was like looking at her like, what's happened? And she just, she's crying and points on the ground at me. And he's like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you broke something. But uh, it was weird. But yeah, e-bikes, bro. Horses or e-bikes. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, just just of the story. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, dude, it's Damn, a, evil. I guess the I guess truly the moral of the story is, I mean, accidents happen, and you got to be aware. And I think, I mean, e-bikes are making it definitely easier to go up these trails that traditionally wouldn't be an uphill trail for a bike. But I have seen people ride bikes up cactus. Either they don't know that it's not a good climb trail, or they do it anyways. Yeah, but how many people do you know that... Percentage-wise, it's not happening nearly as much, but an e-bike yeah. would definitely make it possible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, Especially when you have it at 100%. But we're playing we're playing ifs right now. Yeah. If it was a fifth, I'd be drunk by now, right? <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> I heard it from somebody a long time ago. Borrowed it. Used it. Won't use it again until maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Recycling. To, to limited use. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I think if she would have acknowledged and, and looked at the signage and, you know, and would have been like, oh, horses are not allowed here, then... Are, are horses not allowed on cactus? No. No, there's some trails where the... Are like, you sure on cactus? Uh, cactus, uh, I mean, what is that? Um, this is eight years ago, too, so yeah. I don't know. Um, hawk? Hawk, I know for sure. Well, hawk, yes. Parts of goat... Grass, the, was a grasshopper? Grasshoppers allowed. Horses are allowed on grasshopper? I believe so, because they have that little go around. Yeah, Interesting. I, I know what you mean, though. There are some trails that are like not, they will say horses not recommended. Right. Which doesn't mean no horses. But it's like, why it's not? It's kind of tough. Yeah. I mean, especially that. So it's that turn right there on, on cactus. In my situation, though, I, I'm, I'm the. You know, the punk-ass mountain biker, I guess, in that situation. Luckily, the girl was cool, and she was more worried about the whole situation. I was I was actually worried about the horse, to be honest, because, I mean, I know horses, they deal with, like, therapy and whatnot. The horse has been hit, and they might, might be spooked from then on. But, mm-hmm. no, she was cool, luckily. And we've we've had issues with other riders in the past where they're just looking for an issue to, to, to come up, which is unfortunate, but we are the newcomers of that, that trail system. Mountain biker, I mean, we, the, in Orange County in general, it's just been growing like crazy. Yeah, but... Um wasn't didn't um Garrett didn't like build most of these trails uh, at at Oaks? I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming Garrett obviously had a, a big hand in it, but I know uh, John Ganall, you know, donated a bunch of money yeah. to uh, to build or at least for the infrastructure for like the bridges and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that paid for the the trail building too. But they had a professional trail builder come out. So yes. when we first started riding, uh, my dad and I back in 2009, I want to say at Oaks 2008. Um, they didn't have coach whip. They didn't have 
I don't think they had cactus. And a lot of the trails that we ride now, they didn't have, especially Coach Whip. That was a big project that they had, like an actual tractor just digging the thing out. Mm-hmm. And it was treacherous back then, too. Some of the spots where they used digging out, it used to be really steep. And then obviously over time, it, it, it got you know a little bit different. But yeah, it's changed a lot. I mean, even since I first started riding, I feel like my dad and I got into it. You know, we started riding in 2007 when we both started. We got our like basically real mountain bikes in 2008, 2009 is when he got his. And that's when mountain biking, I feel like we just got on it as mountain biking really started to, to blossom in Orange County because the trail started getting built. Mm-hmm. And then since then, man, it's been crazy. Yeah. I mean, back then, no one was out there. It was weird. And it was very raw. Oaks was very raw before. I mean, it could have been because, you know, as far as my skill goes, it wasn't, I wasn't all that great, but there was, the the trails just seemed a lot less maintained, which was almost nice in a way because it felt more secluded. Yes. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, shout out to John Curley. I mean, he, he puts a lot of time and effort into Oaks. He's the the ambassador to Santiago Oaks. Yeah. It's, that's a good word, I guess. Is that, is that what it's considered, I Mm -hmm. guess? Cause he, he, yeah, he's like the trail, uh, Trail boss. Trail boss of Oaks, yeah. Like he's, he's like the go-to. He's like the spokesperson uh, for mountain bikers to the to Orange County Parks. Yeah. And, and I, I've been out there several occasions to help him out when he, there's like trail building days. and mm-hmm. um, But I, I, I can agree with you, Jordan, on, on it being more of a raw kind of the trail system. I mean, now it's, I mean, they're really nice and flowy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially like the lower part of, uh, of uh, shoots. You know, and it's like I remember it being a little bit sketchier than yeah. than what it is now. It's like now it's like uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, one can argue that because trail speed has has, has gotten so fast on these trails that it's that kind of adds to maybe a maybe it's a, a downfall for us because our trail speed's so high. Hmm. I mean, the people that know how to ride this stuff, I mean, they go pretty fast. I mean, it's it's and it's not a one way trail. I guess this kind of goes towards my argument of making a one way trail or having like specific uphill and downhill trails. Yeah, because some of the stuff on, I mean, you go down the ridge. Barnham Ridge is wide open now since they plowed that thing last year, and I mean, it's just even on on shoots, man. People are going twenty plus miles an hour down single track. I mean, it's it's no joke. You yeah. got you got berms there to make you go faster, or allow right. you to go faster. Right, right. But uh, on the topic of e bikes. I guess this, again, would be another good argument. I mean, is it, I, I don't know where it's at. I think it's in Utah or Colorado. They have a trail system there. I think I've told you this before. On odd days, it's uh, one direction. On even days, it's the other direction. And you're supposed to – the locals know. But, like, if, if it's like a – say it's like the, the 17th of the month or whatever, and it, that, that would be like this trail is uphill, and the next day it would be downhill. So, like, you, it, it's every other day, it's, it's – Alternating you know, days. Yeah, Wow. And that's that. That'd be a cool way to do it. That way, people can have the ability to go up or down the trail. But you know that day that this is a downhill trail and uphill it, trail. It, it's tough because Oaks has a lot of uh, hikers and runners. That would be the other problem. You you're know, right. you're right. And uh, it seems like we've catered to a lot of mountain biking at Oaks. You go there anymore? It doesn't seem like hiking trails that much. No. Yeah. You, I mean, you you go to um, uh, what's the other one across the street that everybody hikes Peter's on? Peters Canyon. Peters Canyon. I mean, that one. It's, it's, it's not the same. I don't recommend mountain bikers to even ride there because there's so no. many people hiking, no. running. They got the little the little push strollers and stuff like that, and it's like, man, it's just you're just not, asking not, for trouble. Yeah, it's in on like a weekend, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but um, as of now, you know, Orange County Parks has put their foot down. No e-bikes on trails. Um, what you know, I, I think the only exception is um, the. Um, 
Disability Act, right? I haven't read that. What's, yeah. what's that about? Um, you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm gonna. Know. I'm gonna pull up that one that you okay. posted. Um, yeah. Like that, their actual writing. Yeah, exactly. Because that that was uh, it's pretty strange. It caused a bunch of people to talk about it. It's for sure. I don't know if they really expected that to cause such an uproar. I don't know if that was just kind of caught in translation. Well, I was in a I was in a debate with somebody <laughs> because of that. <laughs> you know. Uh, it gets ugly, man. Even between mountain bikers, it gets ugly, which is the worst, man. It's like when we start fighting ourselves, that's when it gets really. We're bad. brothers. We're sisters, man. Don't be fighting. More, let's see, let's see. You know, more love, less war. Uh, dude, did you know that um, e-bikes, um, the importation of e-bikes, has gone up three hundred forty percent, dude? Since when? Since basically the the start. Yeah. I feel like they, I think for California, it started basically like 2015, 16 mm-hmm. is when it started. That's crazy. It's big business. I mean, it's not just like e-mountain bikes. and You know, it's like all ranges of e-bikes, you know, and, and a lot of people use Commuters. Them. Commuters. Commuters, for sure. You know, I've seen a bunch of kids that can driving around with, uh, e- riding around with e-bikes and they ha- like the battery looks like a. Like a water bottle, almost like a like a NOS yeah. tank. You seen those? Yeah, it looks like an afterthought. It's yeah, weird. it's like yeah. what the heck? Well, those tend to be, uh, especially the road ones, tend to be um, hub driven. Yes, rather than uh, it's a big massive hub. Yeah, the only reason that they don't obviously because of mountain bikes, they don't want to have that kind of mass on the suspension. Mm-hmm. It, it becomes uh, what is that? Would that be sprung weight? Unsprung weight? I'm not, I'm not sure. Why do I not know the difference? Either way, it's it's on an undesirable spot. Yeah. So what what you find, what you find out about the um, oh. Working Disabilities Act? So this is other pro- uh, power driven mobility devices. So I'm assuming that also that means like scooters and stuff that uh, you know basic stuff that mm-hmm. if you, if you're disabled that's one thing. But no, Orange County uh, sa- um, says Orange County codified ordinances prohibit the use of motorized conveyances in. County parks and recreation areas. I hate the technical talk. This includes the use of all types of e-bikes and e-mountain bikes in regional and wilderness parks. So specifically e-bikes and e-mountain bikes, not just the motorized kind Mm. of uh, lingo that a lot of people tried to, you know, they try to get around. It says motorized vehicle. This is motorized. It's it's pedal assisted. Yeah. It's got a motor in it, man. It's a motor. So this uh, says currently this means that class one and two electric bicycles are only permitted on the following county bikeways. Coyote Creek, Santa Ana River Trail, San Diego Creek, Peters Canyon, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Hicks Canyon, Aliso Creek, which is interesting. I wonder what whereabouts in Aliso Creek. Just the lower section? Probably the lower section. That's literally just a flat fire road at the base of all the downhills. <laughs> it's very strange. Salt Creek Trail and San Juan Creek bikeways. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so well, Aliso Creek has um, there's that asphalt uh, yep. ride, but that's like, that's just a that's just a out and back. It's nothing. I think there there's a lot of there's cars that drive through there too, right? No, no, that one. I mean, that, that would only be access to the uh, the county guy, the park, oh, okay, OC Park guys, OC Park guys. Okay, I don't know what's at the end of that road though. Like where mentally sensitive drops off, it it keeps no, going, but I think, I, I think I've it's seen an out and back. I've seen regular cars there, like like. I don't know if there's homeowners that have access to that road or not, but um, I've seen like just regular Joe Schmo cars there, dude. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, I mean, I've, they're, never, they're, I've never seen that. But they, I mean, that's an, that's another area where there's a lot of hikers, a lot of people walking and running and stuff like that, and and you know, kind of you know, back and forth. Yeah. So I guess I mean that that goes to the well, it says class one and two electric bicycles. So class two is the throttle ones, right? Yes. They go up to twenty as well. Uh, yeah, twenty miles an hour. That's right. So I guess it's it's 
basically the same thing. I mean, it's interesting how we went to 20 miles an hour, but then Europe has all the access, but Europe um, is limited to 20 kilometers per hour, which is about 12 and a half miles an hour. 12 and a half miles an hour is pretty slow, if you consider it. I mean, like on a, on a flat, uh, you know, fire road, you're 12 miles an hour is nothing. I mean, that's a good cruising pace, actually. And and those things are like 40-pound bikes, dude. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, but they're, I mean, if you run out of juice somewhere on the trail, like you're pedaling like a, you know, steel or I mean, there's some cars downhill bike. bike. I mean, it's forty pounds, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the what's that pivot e shuttle or was it the pivot shuttle? I mean, do you know any any sort of weight on that bike? I've never really looked it up. It, it was it, it still felt heavy, it's, whether it's whether it's carbon or not. High thirties, probably. Yeah, you know, at best. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a, a, the worst occasion you'll you run out of battery. But I mean that's what do they say on turbo. And it depends on how much you weigh. It depends on how you ride, how aggressive you ride the bike. But they say it's like two to ten hours of ride time you get out of the thing, depending on what you want to do. Two mm-hmm. being like obviously the shortest, and ten being if you're on eco mode the whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you don't want to get stuck with that bike, dude. It's a heavy bike. <laughs> I don't know, man. Suffer fest. <laughs> you want her to train, all right, man? <laughs> to knock yourself out. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, apparently there's like. 120 to 250 brands uh, selling e-bikes in the USA, dude. 120 to 250 brands. 120 to 250 brands. 250. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. That's a, I mean, you know, it's it's a big spectrum, dude. Of like, you're seeing a lot of commuter bikes. 150. Yeah, it must be all, you know, one-off commuter bikes. China specials. You know, they're just they're just bringing them in. Yeah. And people trying to make something that looks fancy to people. It's all marketing. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yep. And you, you see a lot of them like in our uh, behind of RVs. Like they have them like the little bike rack, and they're just a bunch of e bikes back there because it's why pedal if you can, you know, you get the little well, pedals to set up now. Yeah, that was another thing up in Mammoth is uh, the they have e bikes for kids, but they're like fat bikes. Mm-hmm. They're like fat hardtail bikes, but um, that was pretty popular. It seemed like those are the people that are doing just the lower, the downtown trail. They're just doing the easy stuff. They're on e bikes. I mean, the access is good. I, I, I appreciate it for those kind of people to get out there and ride a bike. I think it's cool. Um, they weren't causing an issue to me. I'm sure they weren't causing an issue to anybody else. I mean, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I, I can't hate on it, man. I mean, if, if they want to ride it, they want to ride it. But mm-hmm. I think at, at this point, having that kind of like that vicious hate for e-bikes is kind of irrational. Ooh, that's strong words. <laughs> but it used to be, when they first came out, people were like, no. Like not on my trail, mm-hmm. but I think at the end of the day, if if it's allowed, I, it's it is what it is. That that was the biggest gripe for us was just trail access, you know. Yep. So. Yep. Um, when you uh, did you so the only e bike that you've been on was what? Remember? Um, I don't know the name of the brand, but whatever they had at Southridge, I'd have to look up the brand. That one was far from legal, um, as far as. Oh, is it the throttle one? Did it have a throttle? It's not a throttle, but that thing went way faster than 20 oh. miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that was ridiculous. But the other one I wrote was that, um, whatever that first generation full suspension giant that came out. I forgot oh, which okay. one it was. Yeah. Um, obviously, their new ones are a lot better. They have that trance esque one that's out now that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that one I wrote at, at Southridge, I forgot the name of that thing, but it was just kind of ridiculous looking carbon fiber, but. Um, just a bunch of cables hanging from the thing, but we did a little uh, e-bike race on that thing, and my seat was down further than I would ever have on a downhill, uh, like on my like dropper post all the way down, and we're going up that, if you're at Fontana, 
the cross country start goes on this flat, whatever. Then there's like a steep right hander that goes to the top of the four cross. And I'm probably going down that, that flat. I don't know how fast, dude. I go into the uphill like a motorcycle. I have a foot out because it's a right hand turn going uphill. <laughs> I'm probably going 30 some miles an hour. Jeez. Just so I'd make the turn, I have my foot out. I'm like, all right, this is, it's fun, but it's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, I should probably have a full face for this. <laughs> and then you go down, there's jumps and stuff too. But that was that's that that was blown out of proportion. I, I, that I think that's that's kind of like my my gripe is people that maybe are not as who's going to regulate that? Who's going to be like you're on a legal one, you're not on a legal one? That would be uh, the other thing too. I mean, not not yeah. I mean, now now you're 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 adding an, an additional responsibilities to the rangers to be like you know bike police. Like oh you know I want to see the certification of it being a class one or two but what i'm saying is like people that are buying these bikes right and maybe they shouldn't be on trails that they you know let's say mammoth right for example but they don't have the bike handling skills yet and they just they they feel empowered and and overconfident because they can oh i can i can ride this all day no problem and all of a sudden they get into predicaments where they're coming down some stuff where they're not skilled enough yet you know what I mean? I, I, that's that's my that's my concern is like mm-hmm. if people you know it, it it'll put people in places where they're not ready for it yet. You know I mean? would say you're right um, to an extent because I think that that that'll happen at a higher rate than it already does, but it does already happen. So we were going down that new trail, Boomerang. Um, that How one, was that, dude? It was pretty fun. I mean, all the berms were all freshly packed, so it was Ooh, nice. Okay. So it was only open for a couple of days when we got on it, so that was cool. And there's a couple of loose sections like Mammoth always is, but um, we ran into a a mom and a son and she was probably in her 40s the son was maybe eight or nine years old on boomerang technically a black diamond trail are you serious black diamond trail oh, and the only you get down it there's some easy trails down low and it goes to this trail shotgun if you want to do that one it's a little bit different. like it's another black diamond but that's that, that was part of the enduro race series i think was it shotgun, shotgun? yeah it's a fun one they kind of sanitized it which is a bummer but mm. either way regular bikes demo bikes you have a mom wearing just yoga pants and a tank top and you have a son wearing his whatever his board shorts and a, and a t-shirt on a on a black diamond trail on on rental hardtails nothing fancy and they look like they were just you know deer in the headlights they have no idea what they're doing yeah and i think you have to chalk it up to a little bit of personal responsibility at the end of the day but my point being out of this yeah. is that it doesn't take an e-bike and once there's a lift anywhere you go to top of top of uh, whatever at, um, at Mammoth. It's like you can kind of go wherever you want at that point. You can go to skid marks if you want, but there's parts on skid marks you don't want to. You got to know where you're going. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah, but, but I mean, anybody could do it. It's it's all it's all personal responsibility at that yeah, point. Yeah, e bikes just make it easier, I guess. I guess to add to that. Right, but I mean, it's, it's like feel like oh, dude, I can I can I can do this no problem. You know what I mean? Like oh, I can run and ride all day, whatever. And then they get to the point where they're like uh what's this drop here? What, I mean, what do I do? And then now they're going back up the trail. You got another micro, another mountain bike coming down that wouldn't typically you consider. Expect it, yeah. yeah. Can expect somebody coming up that trail. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but I, I can, you know, you, you know, you're bringing up that example. I mean, it can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think when, when somebody rents a bike to a beginner, somebody that's visiting or whatever, you know, a rental bike, they should, they should have to have a sit down and explain to them like what these signage means. Hey, you know, I'd be curious. I'm sure they. Uh, I can't. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just sure. Saying. Maybe, I'm just maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, maybe it should be like, hey, you know what? What's your skill level? A uh, beginner. 
okay, then stay on Green Trail or whatever. The you know just even that, dude. Even that gets tough. Yeah. Some people, they, they you know, are you beginner, inter- intermediate, advanced, pro? What are you? And then you'll have those people who are like some guy. Oh, I'm a pro. Yeah, oh, I've been no, I've been no, running dude. for 15 years. Dude, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, advanced. Obviously, I did BMX when I was 10. I don't. I'm 55 <laughs> now, but what does that mean? I still got it, bro. <laughs> But no, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. But um, I think in a lift lift access park, you're going to have issues with people going on trails that they probably shouldn't. It's unfortunate. Maybe there, there's there's some way to mitigate that. That's been happening since before e bikes. But um, my only thing with e bikes, especially in a bike park, it's kind of funky. I mean, I guess at Mammoth it works because you have uphill and downhill trails. But my only thing with e bikes is when you go to a spot in Orange County that Say you're going in the Santa Ana Mountains and you go deep in the Santa Anas, but because you you can't you can go in there because of that e bike, then it gets weird. But then that's when it runs into if you are an amateur at riding, that's one thing. But if you're an amateur at planning at things, planning for a long day, that's another thing. Yeah. If you don't know how to plan for a ride, like you may think, oh, I'm only going on a two hour ride, but would generally be a four to five hour ride on a regular. I mean, say four hour ride, three and a half hour ride on a regular bike, you're packing differently. Mm-hmm. Because you don't really, oh, no, you know, I'll go fast. We'll be good. Then you find out that you're 12, 13 miles in. You don't realize how far 12, 13 miles in is until tire pops. Somehow the e-bike breaks down. I don't know if that if it happens often. Anything happens. If, mm-hmm. if you're not experienced to fix that thing, now you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and you don't have the 10 years of experience of riding a bike. Yep. I think where bike shops might have to uh, to acquiesce with this is maybe there needs to be a big push to maybe teach customers or if you if you're new maybe teach the customer to go in with a with a smart list of questions like hey what do i need how do i prepare for this i'm new to this i'm obviously going to be going a lot further a lot faster how do i prepare for this mm-hmm. you know what, what's cool is rock and road uh you know follow them on the insta they do a lot of bike clinics yeah out of like most of the shops here in orange county like they are real proactive about doing clinics whether it's bike maintenance, uh, you know, changing a flat tire, like uh, you know, stuff that that you you and I that we've been riding for a while, like we know how to change a tire. But there's people that are new. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know how to change a tire on a car, dude. Yet alone a bike. There's a right. Lot, a lot more work to do on a bike than it is a right. car. So you know, I, I think sometimes we, you know, as a you know, because you were in the industry for a little bit, like you, you know, it's like oh well, like everybody should know how to change a tire. Everybody should know how to do this, whatever, right? But in reality, there's a lot of people that don't, you know, mm-hmm. and having these, you know, these clinics, you know, to show them how to do it properly, you know, it helps. You know what I mean? And and kind of going back to what you were saying about preparing, you know, and like what can go wrong on an e-bike or what to bring along. Like, I think bike shops that sell e-bikes should have some kind of a, of a class or a clinic, you know, that goes along with the purchase of a bike. And I, I mean, this we all we're all talking about e-bikes here, and I, we can bring this around to anything. I mean, this could be any bike, a, right. new, a newbie on any sort of mountain bike. You can get lost on a mountain bike. You can go a lot further on a mountain bike than you think you should. Yeah, and it happens all the time. You'll see people out at Oaks or something. They're wearing jeans and, and vans, and you can tell it's the first time, or at least like the but, first month. But and they're too Oaks, far. You're in Oaks. I mean, the only. I mean, we're talking. You know, Oaks and Santa Ana's. I mean, okay. So well, I, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, as far as uh, rider ability level, it's you're gonna get farther on e-bike, so it, it does make the risk a little bit higher. But I think, you know, everybody needs to be responsible for themselves, and I think the shop can help with that. As far as the clinics go, 
I, I shouldn't say the shops. Uh, they're not liable for any of that, but I think it would be a, maybe a good uh, way to connect with their customer to mm-hmm. buy offering that kind of stuff, or at least like um, just a something, some sort of prerequisite kind of thing, like, hey, we'll help you out with this kind of thing. If you have any questions, let us know. Like, We, we want to help you kind of thing. That's basic stuff. Either way. As far as the clinics go, when I first bought a bike, my, my bike that I got stomped by the, the horse, I bought it from Orange uh, Cyclery mm-hmm. in the uh, Orange Circle. And that guy, I think at that point, like, we asked him, like, my, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, do you guys do clinics or anything around here like, at your shop? Like, as far as, you know, tools, whatever. And he's like, no, we don't really mess with it because we just don't want to, uh, you know, California California's become such a lawsuit state mm. that it's not worth the liability for us. Which, I mean, that sucks, you know? I mean, it's, it's the nature, I guess, or at least the culture of California when it comes to certain things. They could see a dollar sign at the end of the, the tunnel, but um, maybe there's some way to uh, to avoid that. But, yeah, it's that's that's been a, a kind of a hiccup for some of the people yeah. doing that kind of stuff. And the path doing, like, the live cycling uh, clinics for women, great. But my thing was always, like, where's, where's the, the guys' clinic, too, you know? I mean, it's great <laughs> helping out the women for sure, but, like, I'm assuming guys could probably go to the live clinic, but it just felt kind of weird. It's like, okay, what about? I, I think I think a lot of guys are uh, prideful. They got a lot oh, of pride for sure, the ego thing <laughs> yeah, for like, sure. Dude. The women are definitely <laughs> come on, you know, more accepting years of. That. That's 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 the know. the masculine flaw, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I use my hands all the time, bro. <laughs> I know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Tire, whatever. Downhill tire, dude. It's, it's just rubber, bro. I got yeah. this. <laughs> I don't yeah, get flat tires. But you know what? Um, I think um, regarding connecting the customer with with the bike shop, I mean, now a lot of people are buying stuff online, dude. So why not take the extra step to ensure that you, you, you have that relationship with, with the customers that come in? Because now there might be far from in between because of, you know, ease of just going online, dude. You know what I mean? Like a lot of bike brands are doing stuff online. So, yeah. you know, I know there's some that... Bike like, brands, yeah. uh, bike stores, whatever yeah. you want to call like, it. I mean, you, you look at Giant. Bike shops. Yeah, Giant. You can go online, buy a bike from Giant, pick whatever bike shop you want to go to, and then they build it for you, right? I think Intense might be similar, but there's other... Intense is the same way. Yeah, I mean, but you have um, YT. Direct, direct. Direct. No, no bike shop. No bike shop. So why not try to, you know, retain your customers or build, you know, and just maybe be more one-on-one than, than you were before because now you have that competition, the online competition. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a deep topic. We're not talking about e-bikes anymore. Well, I e- mean... Either way. Um, <laughs> this 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 gets really iffy. I mean, I think we've talked, we've touched on this at least a little bit before. I, I believe bike shops, if they want to survive this online, you know, Armageddon of, of you know, bike well, parts. Well put. <laughs> it's... Uh, you have to become either a an exceptional shop or you need to either open up like an like an online establishment as well like along with your shop um i always bring it up uh, with uh, worldwide cyclery yep they started off as just a bike shop they saw you know the the light at the end of the tunnel again like it's just they saw that if they if they didn't expand somehow or at least take on the same kind of journey that Jensen's did or a chain reaction, they saw that this wasn't going to work out. So with opening up an online shop, they're selling stuff like crazy. They've talked about they I, whatever the statistic was, they had some crazy 3.0 or 3.5 tire, some ridiculous surly tire that they never really thought. They sold like 12 a day for a while. 
of just one like ridiculous tire. Obviously, like the reach is crazy, so they're selling ridiculous numbers of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what that did is allow them to have a shop, like the original shop, become a specific mountain bike shop. Like we are not a race shop, but like if if you, if a beach cruiser came in, sorry sir, there's a bike shop uh, down the street that can help you. We specifically uh, work on mountain bikes. We we work on like professional service for mountain bikes, mm-hmm. and the like. I really appreciate you coming in. Um, and finding us and what like that, but we we love the guys down the street that do this for you. They'll they'll get it done for cheaper. We just specifically work on mountain bikes. It's it's kind of like uh, you go into. It's like know. going to a, like a, like a race shop. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You 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 take your Ferrari to the Ferrari shop. You know what I mean? And you you take your yeah. Your, or your Corolla to uh, Jiffy Lube. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. So you're gonna get your oil change. You're not gonna get your Ferrari oil change at a, at a Jiffy Lube. Yeah, you're gonna have your specific shop, and that's where I think you know bike shops need to go either that way. I mean, when it comes to clinics, it's kind of interesting because clinics can be an easy you know tube change on the trail fix kind of clinics. I think those make sense. But it gets kind of weird. But if you do clinics on fixing stuff on your bike, like oh we'll do you know derailleur tuning clinics, and it's like well you got to make money. I mean, you're going to teach people how to do the services that you offer. I mean, it's, there's a little bit you can give, but at the same time, you still got to make money. There's a balance. I mean, you you have to create that rapport with someone. So they keep coming back. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing interesting about the e-bike stuff, um, your homeowners and rent insurance doesn't cover cover e-bikes. I did not see that. Yeah. You would have to go to a specific bicycle insurance company to cover your e-bike. They're counting it like a vehicle then. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I, we have runner's insurance, and that covers my bike. But if you have an e-bike, if you have runner's insurance or homeowner's insurance, it's not going to cover it. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's that's one, you know, like, you got to... That's you, huge. I know, huge. I know, I know multiple people <laughs> that have had either, you know, obviously bikes stolen or they had accidents on their bikes, and their homeowner's insurance has covered it. That's yeah, crazy. It's because it has a motor. That's why. So I, I think I think you're right. They're they're considering it more like a, it's a vehicle. A vehicle. It's, that's yeah. that's interesting. It's like they haven't really maybe the 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 class three, class four being like that that faster, or even class four being a moped. Maybe they're they're linking it into that. Maybe it's still in its it's still in its like infant stage of, you know, class one still being linked in with those. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that's weird for sure. Well, I know like class three technically. I think what I was reading was class three technically is up to 28 miles an hour of, of, of assist, but you need like a license, an actual license to ride that on uh, um, whatever forest roads, obviously not trails. Um, so that was interesting. So maybe they consider it like an actual vehicle. Mm-hmm. Just because so. of a motor. That, that, to me, that almost makes it seem so crazy because, again, I know your, your thoughts on e-bikes, but to me that just seems kind of funny. Well, yeah. You know, uh, when I was down there in Ensenada, Kelly Stillman, he, uh, you know, he's got his shop down there at uh, one of the, with the wineries called Cuatro Cuatros, and uh, he rents out e-bikes that are um, hype bikes, and, but it's a hardtail fat bike. Dude, they're they're fun, you know what I mean? But, oh, yeah. Uh, but Especially I'm, with a couple couple glasses of wine in you. I'm sure they're real fun. <laughs> Dude, Kelly's such a, I mean, if you have an opportunity to go down to Ensenada and you want to be in the winery area, and you want to ride some e-bikes just for a little bit, you know what I mean? It, it's like a um, four-hour minimum or an hour minimum, whatever it is. Um, they also do zip lining there, so that's like one of the one of the bigger wineries in in Ensenada that has a lot of activities for the family, and it is not just wine tasting or like bougie stuff. You know what I mean? Like 
They have the zip lining stuff. They have the the e bike rentals. They have a uh, old old uh, um, ships. Then they call it the Noah bar. So you go up in there, and, and you know they're like restoring them. So you go in inside of them, and like you know, they have a bar set up and everything. They're just all like just obviously on land now. They're just yeah, kinda... mm-hmm. they got them like rigged up and everything. And so nice. you you kind of walk the plank up there, and <laughs> you, you you drink beer and hang out, or drink wine or whatever. Because a lot of these these wineries they also offer craft beer because there's a lot of wives like the wine or 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 the or the husbands like the wine and the wives like the beer i mean it's yeah they offer variety yeah they offer variety. are you are you like vineyard hopping on the e-bikes is that how that works or like I, or I is think, it or is it just like a towny kind of thing it's just in that area okay. like he actually like shuts the shop down and and does like a personal tour so and, he specifically runs a rental shop yeah nice yeah he's living down there no uh, he, San Diego, um, I'm assuming. Uh, no, actually, he lives in Santa Barbara. Weird. So he goes down there for the weekend, because usually the weekends are when when it's like you get a lot of tourism down there. What's he doing during the week? Do you know, or should we know? Um, he's a, he he he's a rep still. Okay. I know I know he he reps um, Kuwait and a couple other brands. Okay. So, yeah. um, but yeah, dude, that guy's such a cool dude. Yeah. You know, he, he's like a you know he was a World Cup you know cross country racer when he was in his younger days. Kelly was Kelly Stillman, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. oh yeah, Norba, and you know he was like traveled the world and stuff like I that. I did not know that. Yeah, that guy's. I bought a couple bikes from him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's such a cool guy, man. You yeah, know, he's, he's got a passion, chill. and and uh, you know he's always trying to hype up Baja. So that's another. I mean, that's a good point of e-bikes, man. I mean, some it it works for some facets, you know. I mean, Mexico's a whole different ball game at that point when it comes to e-bike legislation. They don't give a shit. But. Oh no, you know what? <laughs> and and he he's like the first guy. To, to introduce e-bikes to Baja in that region. So, he, you know, it's 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 a slow-going process, but, you know, he's starting to get traction. You know, he's, he's getting people to go, hey, I want, what is this e-bike thing about? You know what I mean? And eventually, like, he wants to start selling them, you know, down there because people are like, oh, I love it so much, I, I want to buy one. Well, so this is, a, this is a good point here. We can transition to this. We don't understand the perception from the actual public of, of you know, versus mountain bike public, what they view electric mountain bikes or electric bikes in general they're very exciting if mm-hmm. you see like if you're someone that's just like uh like you know whatever just your your basic person and they look and they're like dude there's electric bikes now you can go 20 miles an hour and you're not doing anything you can go miles everybody's stoked it's like mm-hmm. this is crazy I and mean, it's the next big thing it's the same thing when they do the what are those uh those scooters are doing in in uh in la now. oh boy they call them crickets or something uh well, i think one of them is lime Lime scooters and that? Something like that. They're having issues with them. But people, people <laughs> <laughs> having people, issues. Uh, people, you people mean like by burning them? People are burning <laughs> bunny hopping off of curbs and you know weaving through people. But no, it's some and the the general public is just like really excited about electric bikes. You know, especially you know I'm I'm now in Irvine. There's a lot of people. Culture. I mean. Asians. Hashtag not racist. Uh, a lot of Asian people. Yes. I believe in their culture. It's a very, it's, it's, a, it's, it's cycling is a big thing. And there's a lot of people that are just on electric uh, commuter bikes now. And you know what's cool? Uh, I, see, I, I do a little bit of work in Irvine. So when I'm going to like the county dump, you know, or like the, a couple of areas where they, for construction purposes, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm driving there, you know, when the kids are out of school, there, there is a, I mean, there are so many kids in, in Irvine that are on bikes, just mm-hmm. not e-bikes, but bicycles. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing helmets for the most part. I would say like 90% of them are on helmets. I'm like, dude, this is cool. Mm-hmm. This is like when we, when I was growing up where you can, you know, and uh, Irvine is real like friendly with that kind of stuff because they have like, 
like overpasses so you don't the kids don't have to they don't have to take the streets like they can just bypass all that and you know and 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 get around to to the communities because they're it's kind of a trip dude like like some of these communities are they have like a park and schools already in the community so you don't technically you don't even have to leave no that community (laughs) to take your kid to school so you know, I, I, kudos to those guys and the Irvine company. Like these guys are like geniuses. You know what I mean? Because with how they're developing the homes down there. Yeah, they've they've created definitely. It's like the Yale Loop. It's like its own community. You go to in the center is Baranca, and it's got its own Kaiser. But yeah. it's like you know, it's become this giant community of of the Yale Loop. But um, yeah, Ye- Yale like like Yale. No, you're up with the times, bro. I'm not. I'm younger than you by like ten years, and I'm not up with the times. Um, no, it's that, that dude. We can we can we can go on so many different tangents on this. But show. but the, bo- the bottom line is, dude, it's cool that that you see you're seeing you know the kids on, on bicycles, whether it's Walmart specials or whatever, you know, riding from home to school. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's awesome that Irvine is seeing that division of. You know, getting people outdoors, and you know, like I think Irvine has a lot of people riding bikes, running, walking. You know, and I wish that other cities would, you know, well, emulate what they're doing. Irvine, but it's kind of too late anyway. Irvine being literally one of the safest, you know, city or whatever you want to call it, town, city, city of Irvine. Yes, yeah. it's one of the, the safest cities in, in the U.S. It's like almost what top five, maybe mm. you think it might be second, first. I don't know where it's yeah. at. It's literally one of the safest spots, so maybe that that accounts for it. But I'll never forget that podcast we had with with, uh, with Franzi, Mike Franz, uh, talking about his his uh, kids' bike sales at Christmas. Oh and yeah, the BMX bikes. Yeah, well, what was it back in two thousand three, two thousand four, whatever it was? I think he sold almost a hundred bikes for Christmas, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Like one bike shop selling hundred bikes. And then now, like at that time, what was this? A couple of years back now, year and a half back, he was saying he's like, I sold like sixteen. I forgot what it was. Some ridiculous yeah, number. Yeah, some like BMX that. bikes. Yeah. To to go from a hundred to sixteen, it's not his business, you know, thing. It's like the guy's killing it as far as business goes. Just kids aren't riding bikes. Uh, you know, I think I think it's uh, it's what you hold in your hand for the better part of the day. Yeah, the phone, dude. I know. We're all guilty of it, man. I got yeah. my phone right next to me. Granted, that's what we get my information from, or at least my notes from. But, dude, well, it's like Labor Day. We had a uh, little get-together, a little family party, friends and whatnot, on Labor Day at my uh, parents' house. And uh, we had our family friends over. They have kids that are anywhere from, what are they, nine years old to about 16. And they were all inside the whole time on their tablets, their phones, going up to my mom, hey, what's the Wi-Fi at the house, you know? <laughs> And my mom's like having to run over. Like it's like all these kids were inside on the couch on their tablets, phones, whatever they got. They're all helping each other in the games. I'm out with my my mom and dad, their friends, whatever. My brother's there, his wife's there. We're all hanging out in the backyard playing cornhole. We're in the pool. The kids are all inside on their tablets, dude. And it was like, man, this is this is kind of weird. It's pretty like, sad. Like I'm grilling with my dad. We're we're hanging out, and the kids are literally inside, you know, just playing with like on their tablets. Like, this is a it's a total culture change all in, in just a couple generations and I I really wonder I mean for myself I don't know I mean I'll have kids probably the next like 5 6 years or so and I I really wonder what it's going to be like I mean my nephew's one year uh, one year old now and it's like what's the future for these guys man are they going to be riding bikes like one of the kids okay two of the kids that were at this at this get together 
One's uh, what is he? He's like thirteen now. The other one's like I think he's nine. Neither one truly know how to ride a bike. That's sad. Neither one truly know how to ride a bike. I, I think that I think we 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 touched on that when Franzi was was on the show. Crazy man about that. Crazy. And that, you know, and and uh, kind of to add to that is like my niece was visiting from Mexico. You know, she was here for a week, and uh, she's like nine years old. All she wanted was a tablet. That's all she wanted, dude. Like she would go to the room. And she'd be in there on her tablet playing, you know, you know, on YouTube or playing games or whatever. I'm like, uh, like we only see you maybe once a year and you're like in the room playing yeah, in your tablet. Like, well, and then the argument that I've heard too, in, in defense of that is like, oh, well, they, you know, they're learning the technology. It's good for the future. Like, I mean, the future is, you know, technology. They're going to make money doing that kind of thing if they're doing game development or but any sort at of nine, development. At nine years old, dude. Well, I mean, the, the, some of the kids at this at this kitchen, I mean, they're, they're good at what they do. But my thing is, is that okay? They found a way to make money, but it's like their social skills are crap. Mm-hmm. Riding a bike, not that it's a be all end all. Granted, this is like a, a beyond the bike podcast. We're about bikes at, at the end of the day. It's just riding a bike, but at the same time, they're, they're, there's just a crazy culture change going on right now with that. I mean, it's it's honestly sad, man. And like. I've been having a hard time with, with my phone. It's like I, I, I've been debating about um, deleting Instagram or at least like stopping Instagram for a while or Facebook because it's just, it takes up so much time of your day and you don't realize it. YouTube's another one. Granted, we're listening, I'm making a podcast right now, but we listen to podcasts and it's just, uh, you know, man, at the end of the day, the, you shouldn't be touching your phone for the last two, three hours of your day, man. Like when I get home from work, I should be paying attention to my girlfriend you know? or your dog or my dog. And it's it's crazy how much we we've become a slave to yep. electronics and yep. e bikes being another one. We'll bring it back <laughs> to that. You can't ride a bike anymore without a motor on it because it, you know it makes you go faster. It's like we we're always in a constant search for something that's just gonna get you there a bit faster. The next high, dude. It's the next high. That's all it is. You know, it's a different kind of high. So yeah. in that that kind of case, you're gonna get to the top of the mountain faster than the next person. Yeah. And with social media, if you don't get the likes that you want, you're not getting the same high. But if you get the likes that you want, you're like, yeah. It's it's a weird day. <laughs> yeah. It, this is a materialistic yeah. world, man. I don't, I don't like to get deep on here, man. But it's it's I, I've been thinking Grab a lot a about. Grab a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bury myself. Uh, but you know what? Uh, some of these bikes. These e-bikes, uh, you actually need your 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 phone because you can change like the some of the Shimano, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, and, Scott, uh, so. Scott McLean, special Scott Tuhati, <laughs> he had a Levo, right? And, uh, Did and he? yeah, yeah, he had a Levo for a while, and uh, you know, on his phone, he could like, I guess, check the you know whatever the stats, whatever on the on the yeah, specialized as well. Yeah, because it's pretty they, cool. They, well, because Specialized is one of the only companies that really doesn't really have a a head unit. Because they wanted the simplicity, so on the handlebar oh. they have like a three position. They have the eco trail and boost mode or turbo mode mm-hmm. for them, boost for other companies. But they didn't want that screen on there. But if you look at the top tube, they'll show you like a bar system of like what your battery's at. Right, right. They go for like the more ride specific rather than like the screen specific kind yep. of ride. And so yeah, so that, I mean that's one of the cool brands that that has an, uh, an e bike. Uh, Cummins all has the Meta the Meta Power EMTB, which is kind of a Two nine and two seven five. Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, it's just the meta with a motor. Right, right. And then uh, Rocky Mountain Altitude, the power play carbon. They make their own motor too. Rocky Mountain does. Yep. Which is yeah, interesting. They're, they're one of the few companies that makes their own motor. It's just weird. And uh, and then um, the Pivot Shuttle, they use a Shimano motor. Shimano. 
And then uh, Specialized, I think, has their own motor as well. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. And yes, then, and yes, then this cool, I, I was looking at I some research, and then um, Moustache Tandem E mountain bike. E mustache. Okay. Moustache. I, I've never heard of that. I've just missed it. Yeah, it's called uh, a tandem E mountain bike. Man, you're going deep on that one, dude. <laughs> deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, um, so some of the bigger brands, motor companies are out there. Obviously, it's Shimano, right? Shimano, Bosch, uh, Bros. Bros. Panasonic. Panasonic. Panasonic and and Yamaha. Yamaha's the other one. Yeah, I mean, and and you know what? It just depends on. Um, if you're going for like straight out like like power like wattage whatever Bose Bros Bros is like number one, yeah. but you know you 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 just can't have power without control right so you know that's where these other brands kind of come into play and where they you it's the, the curve is a little bit it's it's, it's more manageable Shimano, yeah Shimano and Specialized seem to kind of uh, get that good mm-hmm. it seems like they're. Uh, the progressivity of, of like the power versus pedal. That's the interesting about the trail. Uh, I don't know if you read about the trail position um, of, of the bike is that it, it, some brands offer like an, they, they uh, equate it to like a, a automatic trans transmission in a car. Like we're like, depending on how much power you put out, it'll kind of do the same. Like it'll, it'll acquiesce with it. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Some brands do it uh, better than others, but um, there's somewhere it's like you got to be careful how you, <laughs> you you put it like on turbo or 100 percent mode, dude. Like you got to be careful, man, because it it'll take off on you. Yeah, and like I think I think Bosch was the other one that I was reading about where it was uh it favors very slow cadence, not not very slow, but like 60 to 70, which is not very natural when it comes to mountain biking. Where other brands uh, like Shimano and Specialized, they've kind of optimized it to be better for the traditional 70 to like maybe 90 RPM, mm-hmm. where that that can be kind of a, a, a difference. And I wonder how that affects your knees on that. Like, I mean, I know it's you get more power and it's optimized at that, but it still has to be kind of weird. Yeah. It would feel good to kind of spin it out a little bit better. I mean, and maybe that's one of the things that maybe in the future they'll have that where you can you can you can curve, change the curve on the on the power of the torque. Your, per, your preferred RPMs maybe, and they, they optimize around those RPMs. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe say like if your body, if if your power is is best at this RPM, maybe they can optimize at that. Yeah, it's kind of like a tuner for your car, dude. Yeah. I you know what I mean? So. Like it's a tuner for your bike. Uh, like yeah. you can you can change it. You know what I mean? And maybe eco mode. You're like, hey, you know what? I I can push it a bit harder. You know, and not use so much of the of the juice. Well, so eco mode traditionally is about fifty percent uh, boost. Where turbo or or um, what's the other one? Turbo or I guess boost would it be? Well, called? I know eco is like uh, uh, eco be fifty percent boost uh, to fifty uh, percent uh, power Econo- on economy. Concept. Economy, no, it's the same thing as eco. No, right? but they have the, well, it's eco turbo and boost. I think the like, turbo and boost are like the two different words. Turbo is used by specialized. Either way, the base one is is uh, like the eco mode is generally 50 percent on top of what you put out and then uh the max being 300 mm-hmm. percent of what you put out 300 percent 300 percent damn yeah that's a lot yeah so that's what they say you know use that for steep stuff or technical stuff or mm-hmm. whatever but it'd be cool where you can you can you can play with that tune that yeah you can tune that too you know if you're going to do a big ride you like you maybe you want to um reserve more juice for the later on the ride where you're a little bit more tired yeah, and you're like, you know what? Now, now I need to turn up the juice a little bit, you know, and and you have it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but what happens? When, I guess uh, people, I mean, they're not really doing long rides on e-bikes. That that was kind of another thing that I've read with the, uh, I think it's Yohan Borelli and uh, 
Remy Mataye, um, the two of them up in Canada, up in Whistler, they just got e-bikes from their companies, both from uh, Cube and Commonsol. And uh, they were saying this isn't a bike necessarily for a long day in the saddle because it doesn't really uh, doesn't cater to a long day in the saddle, mm-hmm. but it caters to like their two-hour shreds. It's kind of interesting. But like on a long day, I wonder if you get the more tired you get, maybe your legs don't want to spin the same kind of you know cadence that the motor wants you to spin it it'd be kind of weird i I guess that would just come with with uh, an experience just like anything else right yeah you know and and now they're now people are doing e-bike races so now you're gonna see boogaloo yeah the boogaloo and and, um uh i think kamikaze uh, not kamikaze yeah the kamikaze they're gonna do an e that's the boogaloo isn't it no it's different different when you got the helmet at no, but now they're doing something different now. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in Europe they're doing like in, like e-enduro mountain bike races where it's just e-bikes only. So, I mean, maybe that helps okay. with the transfer stages. What does that do? I mean, like... I, to- I don't know. Maybe it gets other people that otherwise couldn't, you know, do the transfer stages because maybe they're, they're long or steep, whatever. Maybe it gets them a chance to, to go racing. Maybe that's that's their that's their market that you know their 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 crowd that they're trying to go after. That's good. I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll maybe e- we'll save that for another another debate. <laughs> An e mountain bike class, maybe, but yeah, that, that gets that gets weird. For right, sure. right. Well, guys, Jordan, thanks again for coming in. I know you're gonna be here next week, right? Yeah, man. We have this. Uh, we're gonna tag team it up. Uh, you guys will see the post later on on the Insta face. But uh, Jordan, thanks for coming in. I think we had a good topic about good conversation about e-bikes, and and I'm I'm sure we can get more in depth into it. It's a never-ending uh, conversation, man. It's yep. crazy. It's it's always going to be an issue, I think, until it becomes normalized, which we'll see. Maybe we'll see. It depends <laughs> on the county. Right. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. In. Peace.